This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, July 20th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. FDA announces a review of food programs ahead of hearing. Feed labeling boosted. Ukraine port talks planned. FDA engaging outside experts to review human foods programs in advance of a congressional hearing today focused on concerns that the Food and Drug Administration's oversight of food safety is dysfunctional. FDA Commissioner Roger Califf announced he is launching a comprehensive evaluation of the agency's food programs. The review will include the Office of Food Response and Policy, the Center for Food Safety and Applied Nutrition, as well as some parts of the Office of Regulatory Affairs. While America's food supply is safe and our foods program experts have significantly contributed to the availability of more nutritious food options for consumers, the program has been stressed by the increasing diversity and complexity of the nation's food systems and supply chain, Caliph said in a statement issued yesterday afternoon. Fundamental questions about the structure, function, funding, and leadership need to be addressed, he said. The agency's inspectional activities related to the program also need to be evaluated, particularly in light of stresses related to the COVID-19 pandemic. The agency also will have a review done at the Center for Tobacco Products. The Reagan Udall Foundation will work with an external group of experts and deliver findings within 60 business days. Caliph is likely to be questioned about the review at today's hearing of the Senate Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee entitled Food Safety and the Food and Drug Administration. Now keep this in mind. The subcommittee is responsible for FDA's annual funding. In addition to Caliph, Frank Giannis, uh, FDA's current Deputy Commissioner for Food Policy and Response, is also testifying. Elsewhere, the Senate Foreign Relations Committee will have a hearing on the global food crisis and the House Committee's Farm Bill hearings turn to crop insurance, which has eclipsed commodity programs and importance to row crop farmers at a time of historically high market prices. The witnesses include the CEO of AgriSampo, an Iowa-based insurance company, and a Texas insurance agent. House votes to top USDA and FDA funding. The House has voted to put more money into the FDA, speed up the approval of labeling of animal feed ingredients. The amendment was part of a block of bipartisan proposals the House okayed during a debate on a package of fiscal 23 spending bills. A study by Informa Economics found it takes three to five years to get an ingredient reviewed by the FDA. The House also voted to increase funding for conservation technical assistance, USDA's farm-to-school program, and other concerns. By the way, the House rejected most GOP amendments, including a proposal by Representative John Rose, the Tennessee Republican, to bar the Securities and Exchange Commission from requiring companies to track and disclose greenhouse gas emissions in their supply chains. Demand for the disclosures, quote, is coming from large asset managers and climate activists and not retail investors, Rose said. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Dairy Management Incorporated serves America's 34,000 plus dairy farmers and dairy importers by managing research and marketing programs aimed at promoting dairy consumption and protecting the good image of dairy farmers, dairy products, and the dairy industry. 
funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. More talks to open main Ukraine ports expected this week. Negotiators representing Ukraine, Russia, Turkey, and the United Nations are expected to meet this week, possibly nail down a deal to allow Ukraine to export wheat, corn, and other ag commodities out of its primary Black Sea ports. Agreed on a plan, general principles for the transportation of grain and foodstuffs, Turkish Defense Minister Hulusi Akar said in a tweet, We continue our efforts to turn this into a concrete implementation plan. A meeting on this is likely this week. Ukrainian President Zelensky expressed optimism last week after the first round of four-party talks were held in Istanbul. If we manage to remove the Russian threat to navigation in the Black Sea, it will remove the severity of the world food crisis, Zelensky said. By the way, U.S. Agency for International Development has pledged $100 million to help Ukrainian farmers produce and export their crops through 2023. The agency says the program, quote, will increase Ukrainian farmers' access to critical agriculture inputs, including seed, fertilizer, equipment, and pesticides, as well as improve storage and processing capacity. USAID is seeking donors to chip in an additional $150 million. Now, for more on the global food crisis, plus a look at how the Biden administration can fund its ag climate agenda, you can read the weekly AgriPulse newsletter. We also look at preparations for the upcoming White House Hunger Conference and what railroads are doing to address service delays. Pork checkoff rate to drop by five cents, a twelve and a half percent decrease. USDA has formally proposed reducing the pork checkoff rate from forty cents to thirty-five per hundred dollar value for live animals, in line with an overwhelming vote by the National Pork Producers Council delegates. Revenue from the checkoff is anticipated to fall $13.5 million. The amount raised for promotion and marketing in 2021 was $103.6 million. That was a 41% increase from the year before and reflects a 47% increase in live hog prices. Even with the proposed reduction in assessment rates, total program funds will still have increased significantly above 2020 levels owing to the ongoing increase in price levels, assuming the general market conditions of 2021 persist. USDA's Agriculture Marketing Service said in the proposed rule being published in today's Federal Register. Enviros seek control on CAFOs. EPA should use its existing legal authority to address air and water pollution from concentrated animal feeding operations. Dozens of environmental groups sent out a letter to the agency yesterday. Many of our bedrock environmental protection laws, such as the Clean Air Act, the Clean Water Act, and the Emergency Planning and Community Right to Know Act, already authorize EPA to oversee emissions and discharges from CAFOs. But EPA has consistently exempted animal agriculture from standards meant to protect communities from industrial pollution, the letter to Administrator Michael Regan said. Well, here's today's He Said It. As a Ph.D. and monogastric nutrition, I understand the importance of having a regulatory framework that offers a timely and predictable path to the marketplace for feed ingredients, and that can keep pace with the evolving science of animal nutrition. 
That Representative Jim Baird, an Indiana Republican, on his amendment to increase funding for FDA reviews of feed ingredients. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, July 20th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.